Hey everyone, welcome to Project Fortitude, a podcast created to help make you the best version of yourself possible. My name is Lewis, and welcome to episode number two. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about failure, why so many people are afraid of it, why you should look forward towards failing, and how you can learn from it. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so first things first, I want to talk about what the definition of failure is. So failure is defined as the lack of success, falling short, or omission of occurrence. And I think a lot of the times, 90% of the people, when they think of the word failure, they think of more so the lack of success or falling short definition. You know, you didn't stick with the diet you were supposed to stick with. You didn't meet the deadline for the project you were supposed to meet. You didn't save up the money you were supposed to save. You didn't, you know, you fell short in the action of trying to accomplish something. You know, you wanted to learn how to play a guitar, but you gave up halfway. So a lot of the times people typically correlate failure with that type of shortcoming. But more importantly, I think that people, you know, you should get it in your mindset that that last part of the definition, which said, which says omission of occurrence is also very important. Basically, it breaks down to, yes, you can fail by coming up short, but equally, you can fail by not trying at all. I know a lot of people who try to play it safe and don't necessarily put any action towards any goals they want because it's a safer thing than failing. But with that mentality, they're still failing. You're failing just as much if you're not trying than if you tried and failed anyways. The lack of action in anything automatically leads to failure. You know, kind of like they say, you know, you can't win a race if you're not running it. Or, you know, you can't make any shots if you're not shooting the ball. So I think it's really important before we move on the importance of understanding that, yes, failure does come from coming up short with something, but it's equally as important to remember that failure also comes from the lack of action the lack of putting in the effort to do something. So talking about failure a little bit more here, that's probably one of the biggest fears that a lot of people have. I know I had that fear to the point where it it was dreadful for me to understand and to even wrap my head around potentially even failing at something. Like I shied away from it like crazy. And I think it's, 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 it's normal for people to have that fear, fear because nobody wants to be a failure. You know, everyone's scared to, <clears throat> to come up short. You know, nobody wants to have the embarrassment or the, you know, what kind of a blow to the ego it is to know that you did something, but it wasn't good enough to accomplish it. And yes, it's a very stressful, it's a very sad thing when you fall short. <clears throat> and I think that hinders a lot of people, myself included, especially in the past. And that mindset of being afraid to fail is a very dangerous thing. It's very dangerous waters that you tread. People who are afraid of failing are setting themselves up for a much bigger setback and a much bigger failure, if you will, in life. The truth of the matter is, think about the most successful person that you know. It could be a businessman, it could be a friend, a family member, Whoever it is, the most successful person that you know, the fact of the matter is, as much as they are succeeding, 
they've failed in the past and they're probably still failing now, but there's a fundamental difference on how they're approaching it. Every winner loses, but not every loser wins, if that makes sense. So everyone who's a winner at some point is going to lose in life, but not everyone who loses in life is always going to win. You know, people have to understand that, okay, you're going to fall short. You're going to fall short a little bit in life and that's okay. Not everyone's going to, you know, it's impossible for you to hit your mark every single time that you do it every single attempt, you know, on the first try, you're going to fall short. That's human nature. That's the world we live in. Stop being scared of it. As a matter of fact, use it, let it motivate you. Instead of being afraid of failing to the point where you don't want to do something, kind of flip it on its head and think about it in terms of, yes, I am afraid of failing, but I'm going to let that motivate me. And I'm going to let that drive me to the point where I'm so afraid of failing that I'm going to work twice or three times as hard to ensure that I'm not a failure. I'm going to be so terrified of failing that I'm going to put everything in my power to make sure I do what I have to do. So I'm never failing at things. And of course you're going to stumble here and there, but those are going to be minor hiccups. And at the end of the day, you're going to see how much further you go in succeeding in life, whether it's financial, whether it's career, whether it's relationships, whether it's personal health, whatever it is, you're going to see how much further you get using that fear to your benefit. Instead of it holding you back, it's pushing you and charging you forward. You don't want to be a failure. So you're going to do everything that you can to make sure that doesn't happen. One of the reasons that for me, I've learned over time is that yes, not everything always goes my way and that's okay, but you have to continue to try. You fall down, you fail. It's okay. You should always, always, always keep it going. And you want to know why? For a very simple reason. If you're listening to this right now, you're alive. You're breathing. You have another day ahead of you. So while you're alive, while you have that health, while you have the capacity to do something with your day, don't quit. Don't give up. Okay. There's going to be minor hiccups on the road. Perfect. Look forward to them. You've been blessed with another day of life. What you do with it is on you. So yes, maybe yesterday you failed at something, but today is a chance to do it over, to learn from it, to grow from it. Failure isn't as scary as people think it is. Sometimes the biggest revelation that people have is when they do fail, they're like, oh, that was it. That's what failure feels like. Okay, cool. It's not as bad as I thought it was. And you just keep rolling and rolling and rolling with it until you get better and better and better. Use today, use every day that you wake up, taking a big deep breath in, take a look outside at the whole world that's going on and make the most of it. You're alive right now. So don't be afraid of failing. And more importantly, don't quit. Set your mind on a goal and go after it. Quick tip that I've learned in the last couple of years is let's just use an arbitrary goal. Like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. You know, just a general goal. You know, a lot of people use weight loss as goals. That's kind of hard because they'll start off good and then they stop and they kind of, you know, 
go up and down and then they just fall off the wagon and, you know, they feel terrible because they couldn't lose the weight. One of the things I've learned with any aspect of keeping a goal in mind of not failing is sometimes we make the goal so large that it seems insurmountable. It's like, wow, I got to lose 20 pounds. You know, how am I ever going to do that? Instead of doing that, set short-term goals. So say, okay, instead of losing 20 pounds, which yes, is, is the main goal, the first three or four weeks, I just want to lose two pounds. You meet that goal because it doesn't seem as bad. You know, you're literally doing one-tenth of the, of the weight loss that you would be doing in the total. You know, and then another three or four weeks goes, okay, at that point, I want to lose three more pounds. It's like, oh, okay, now you've lost five pounds and so on and so forth. So break it down into much more smaller, manageable chunks. You know, don't think, yes, think of the, the big picture at the end, but don't just attack the big picture because you're always going to come up short. You have to break it down. You have to understand and say, okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z by such and such time. And then after that, I'll hit another angle and then another angle and then another angle. And so finally you succeed at your goal. But along the way, yes, you're going to stumble. Yes, you're going to have hiccups. But that leads me to my next point. Most people quit just as they're about to succeed. Wrap your head around that for a second. Imagine a time that you were working on something. Right when you decided that it got hard and you quit, you were right at the verge of succeeding. Now, it'd be great if we all had, you know, a crystal ball that we can look into and says, oh, you know, John Doe is going to succeed in two months from this date if he continues to apply himself. Well, then we, nobody would ever quit, of course. We, unfortunately, we don't have that luxury. Most people, right as they're about to get that success they're looking for, right as they're about to get that exposure they're looking for, right as they're about to get that gratification that they're looking for, quit because it got too hard. Don't be that person. And I know sometimes it's very demeaning and, you know, you can drag your feet through the mud and it seems like it takes forever. Trust me, I know. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't let failure conquer you. You need to conquer failure. Chip away at it every single day, even if it's little by little, even if it takes, you know, a few weeks, a few months, even a few years. Keep chipping away at it. And I guarantee you, eventually you will overcome failure and meet those goals. It's kind of like I talked about in um, last week's podcast where I said, Small changes lead to big results. Same thing, small advancements lead to you making big gains in your, in your goals. Understand that we don't know when we're going to succeed. But if we quit and if we let failure dominate us, we never succeed. You have to keep chipping away at it and you have to keep pushing and grinding. Life's not going to be easy, but you learn from it. You grow from it. You adapt from it. Yes, failure is going to happen to all of us. It's what you do with failure that defines who you are. Are you going to stop? Are you going to say, oh, this is getting too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. And then that's that. Or are you going to learn from it? Are you going to say, ah, this is what I need to do next time? The truth of the matter is that failure shows you where you shouldn't be, what you shouldn't be doing, the people you shouldn't be associating with the types of food you shouldn't be eating. Too many times, a lot of people continuously fail and stumble and don't meet their goals. 
And yes, it hurts them, but they're not paying attention to the reasons why they failed. Open your eyes, be more cognizant of what's going on. Did you fail to meet your goal because of your time management? Because of the people you hang out with? Because of your work ethic? Because of another addiction you may have? Once you single that out and you can identify it, you can work on eliminating those distractions to help you reach your goals. Learn from failure. It's a chance to get better. It's a chance to sharpen your tools, to build yourself up, to reinforce yourself. Failure is going to happen, but use it to your advantage. Use it to the point where you almost look forward to failing. I know for myself, a personal you know, bit of information is that I used to be terrified of failing. It just, it drove me, it was just a terrible thing for me. And so I was afraid to attend things. I was, you know, sim simple, <laughs> simple little example. I was terrified of being rejected by girls. And, you know, people who know me can vouch for the fact that I was super shy and I was super, super just hesitant to even approach a girl to talk to one because I was terrified of failing at it. You know, and eventually it got to the point where it was really a detriment to myself and my um, emotional development and my, you know, just growing as a, as a young man. We know eventually I had to get over that and I had to understand that, okay, I'm going to fail sometimes. You can't win them all, so to speak. But once you learn that with any aspect, you know, you kind of understand, oh, okay, the fall isn't as bad as you think it is. I started to kind of, you know, really the, the, the fear went away because again, the exposure, it's kind of like exposure therapy. You get exposed to failing little by little to eventually you get to a point where those little failures don't really mean anything to you because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I've been through this before. Okay, what can I learn from it? How can I improve? And you kind of just like brush it off like it's nothing. And that's the way you have to be with failure. There are times where, you know, at work, I do fail in a relationship, you know, with certain things, you know, with, I have shortcomings whenever it's like, oh, I had to do this around the house or, oh, I have to do this, you know, with the family and, you know, you know, and, and I fell at it. So I have shortcomings and it's incredibly hard on me. I'm very hard on myself and, and I beat myself up and I really just, you know, it takes a lot out of me. And once I'm done, you know, wallowing in my self-pity for about an hour, I stop and I say, okay, what did I do wrong? How can I adjust it so it doesn't happen again? And sure enough, you know, it might happen one more time, but typically I start to get the hang of it. I adjust it. I make the changes and that doesn't happen anymore. So that's what you have to do with failure. It's a chance to make you get better. Look, honestly, if you fail a hundred times, that's okay because that just means that you get 101 chances to push and try and improve yourself. Stop worrying so much about it. Just go out and do it. Whether it's you, you know, wanting to start a business, whether it's you wanting to go to an open mic night, whether it's you wanting to go and sell your paintings, whether it's you trying to approach somebody that, that you like, stop worrying about it. Just go for it. If it goes great, great. If it doesn't, learn from it. Another thing that I do want to talk about is the idea that people are either failures or they're a success. You know, 
you talk to anybody on the street, anybody that uh, works with you, family, friends, whoever, they will define people as either success or failures. You know, of course, you see the success as somebody who's got all this money, who's got a great job, you know, their living situation is great. You know, they seem like they got their life together. And then the failure is somebody who's the opposite. You know, it's kind of broke, doesn't really have transportation, it's not reliable, doesn't have the best living situation, can't get a significant other. It, it breaks down into that. And I used to think like that. And then I kind of tweaked the way my brain operates. And it's kind of a challenge to everyone listening out there that, okay, change the way you see things, change the way you think things. Instead of identifying somebody as I or yourself, instead of identifying somebody or yourself as either a failure or a success, identify them as everything. Think of it this way. Instead of somebody being one or the other, they're everything. It's a person, an individual, who will start off as a failure. Because everyone starts off as a failure. Think about the time, you know, when you're a baby, you know, how long does it take you to learn how to walk? How many times do you fall? You know, it takes you a while to get the coordination, to build the muscle up, to stand up straight, to walk in a straight line. It takes you a while. You fall and you stumble. We see babies do that all the time. But yet we never think of that in terms of like, oh, that baby's failing. It's like, no, the baby just looks cute. You know, they're trying to get their, their first steps in. But that's what the baby is doing. It's failing. The baby doesn't care. It's going to, I want you. It's trying to learn how to walk. Everybody starts off as a failure. But it's through those failures that they gain experience, which leads them to be a success. It is a path that the, everyone has to go through, and it is a pattern that everyone has to go through. People aren't just born, boom, success is right out of the womb. People aren't just, you know, starting a business and boom, you know, you're, you're a success. No, it's an individual who starts off as a failure and from those failings learns or should learn from them, which will lead them to be a success. Simple example. First time you ever learn how to ride a bike. I guarantee you, everyone listening to this didn't just hop on that bike and start doing wheelies down the street. No. You fell. You scuffed your knees. You know, you probably wiped out more than a few times. But after a few sessions, after a few days, maybe a few weeks, you got the hang of it. And then slowly you started to ride a little bit faster. You started to, you know, ride around the block, hang out with your friends. Then you started doing wheelies and all this other stuff. Same thing applies. If you want to reach a goal, okay, expect to fail, but learn from it. Take those lessons, that experience, and let it guide you to better yourself. One of the reasons that I like to think about, and it sounds very, very, very selfish, but it's a good motivator. It drives me is that anything that you do in life, doesn't matter what it is, when you set a goal, you need to have the intentions to follow through on it. Because this is going to sound very selfish, but it's going to help you in the long run. When you set a goal and you quit, you basically are showing people that you never had the intentions to follow through to begin with. You basically didn't believe in yourself. 
if you set a goal and whether it's sooner or later you end up quitting you are inadvertently showing people i never believed in myself i never really was going to follow through with this i was just talking to sound good i was just talking because it made me look better and trust me i can speak from experience there's been plenty of times where i would talk a big game but i would fall short and the truth of the matter was because I didn't commit myself to it. I knew from the beginning I wasn't going to commit myself 100%, but it made me sound good. It made me sound sound like, man, this person's got ambition. This person's got a plan for their lives. And I like the way that that made people see me. But deep in my in my heart and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really going to follow through with this, but it, it makes me look cool, you know? When you fail and you choose to give up after a failure, people get to see your true colors. You need to follow through, you know, whatever it is that you set your sights on, commit to it, live to it, breathe it, you know, work on it 100% of the time. Good or bad, you know, fast or slow, doesn't matter. Keep working towards it. Of course, you know, you have to make your goals reasonable, you know, like you can't say like, Oh, I'm going to set a goal of making fire wet and breathing cheese or something like that, something that's completely never going to happen. But you know, something that's, that's feasible, that's understandable. Yes, work towards that. Work towards it. And don't give up. The second part to that is somebody that you know, like, let's just say you set a goal. Someone that you know, a family member, a friend, a coworker, an acquaintance, somebody out there is just waiting for you to fail because for whatever reason they want you to fail they don't want you to be a success they don't want you to you know meet your goals so secretly they want you to fail and they're just biding their time and counting the days until you say oh you know what i didn't do this so i gave up and then and then inside they're like yes perfect they live off of that those are those emotional leeches and vampires that just suck the energy out of the room as soon as they walk in somebody out there wants you to fail so don't fail and when i say don't fail i mean it in the long run in the big picture don't fail because you just give up of course you're gonna you're gonna fail a little bit but don't give up don't give them the satisfaction of knowing that they got what they wanted in the end. Don't give them the satisfaction of, of yes, you know, I knew X, Y, and Z wasn't going to be able to do it. And it feels so good to be proven right. Prove them wrong. Make them feel every time they see you, when you walk into a room, it's going to make them want to grit their teeth because they're going to see how much of a success you are and how much they wanted you to fail, but you deprived them of that. You took that from them. You snatched that away from them. And now this person who's just uh, pretty much unfulfilled ambition and unfulfilled potential has to see you becoming this badass. Ooh, that's going to irk their souls. And you use that to make you a better person and to learn from failure. It sounds like a very selfish thing. But you have to think like that. Somebody in your circle secretly wants you to fail. Somebody in your workplace wants you to fail. Someone in your family, unfortunately, wants you to fail. Uh-uh. You're not going to let them have that gratification. You're going to make them see you and say, dang it, 
I was wrong with them. You're going to prove them wrong. Those are the things I've kind of learned a bit over time. Those are the things that I kind of whittled away in my mind to kind of help me through. And by no means am I saying that like, oh, I'm like this Iron Man that, you know, failure doesn't fail me because or failure doesn't phase me because it does. I'm still very much affected by failure whenever I do fall short or whenever I'm not putting in the effort that I know I should be doing. It eats me up inside. But I've gotten to the point where instead of blocking out that feeling of like, dang it, I should be doing more or, or dang it, you know, I need to dust myself off and get back up. I just feed into that. And I do it and I go for it. So right now, I want to take a few minutes to actually talk about a historical figure. This person is pretty much famous, you know, everyone who is in the United States has heard of him. He's all over the history books. That's Abraham Lincoln. He, you know, as you know, he's the 16th president of the United States. He signed the Emancipation Proclamation. He's a pretty popular guy, you know. He's a, a staple in U.S. history. Everyone always knows, you know, he was the president, you know. Everyone knows all of these wonderful, you know, accolades that he accomplished. But I want to talk about right now his failures. You don't hear too much of his failings, of his shortcomings. And so I want to delve into that a little bit so you can get an understanding of the type of failures that he had that Lincoln went through, but yet he was still able to overcome and accomplish massive accolades. So Lincoln was actually born into poverty in a one-bedroom log cabin on February 12th, 1809. So think about that. You know, most apartments nowadays, they're like a one-bedroom, but you have a living room, a kitchen, a bathroom, maybe a little dining area. Imagine being born in a dirt floor in a one-room log cabin. On top of that, you know, his dad, who was a farmer and worked on the frontier and stuff, wanted Lincoln to fall in the family business. Lincoln didn't like doing that. He wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to kind of, you know, be more studious. So him and his dad had a lot of butting heads. Lincoln had no formal education, and he even dropped out when he was in grade school. He taught himself to read and write, and he became very studious on his own. By the time he was 23 years old, he had purchased his very own general store. So, you know, for frontier times, that was basically a store that sold like wagon parts. It sold uh, maybe food. It sold farming supplies, things of that nature. So he bought his own uh, general store by the time he was 23 years old. The problem was it really wasn't a success. The store actually went under. And because the store didn't do good, he lost the store. He actually went bankrupt. He lost every penny that he owned. He lost all of his money, everything that he had worked hard for to save, to pay for the, the store. Boom, it was gone. It took him years to pay it off. It took him a long, long time to pay off all those debts. Could you imagine if someone you know started a business, a restaurant, a boutique, whatever it is, and they took their whole life savings and poured it into the store. And within a few years, they were completely bankrupt. Every penny that they own is gone. That right there is such a massive setback to so many people that most people would give up there. He had to go through that. If that wasn't bad enough, you know, if, if all of that wasn't bad enough, Abraham Lincoln had the love of his life. 
her name, she was lesser known because, you know, he didn't get married to her, but her name was Anne Rutledge. And I hope I'm saying that right. But Anne Rutledge and Abraham Lincoln were madly in love. They were young. They had the whole world ahead of them. Unfortunately, she passed away in 1935 from typhoid fever. When this happened, Abraham Lincoln had a nervous breakdown and it sent him spiraling into depression, which he suffered for the rest of his life. He never really got over the love, the loss of the love of his life. Sometime after that, Lincoln decided to test his hand at government. So little known fact <clears throat> that people don't really talk about is that Abraham Lincoln actually ran for the U.S. Senate on two different occasions. Both occasions he lost. He also ran for the U.S. House of Representatives on two different occasions. Both occasions he lost. Sometime after that, in 1842, he married Mary Todd Lincoln. They had four kids together, Robert, Edward, Willie, and Tad. Edward died when he was three years old. Willie died when he was 11. And Tad died when he was 18. So to kind of sum up everything, you had a guy who was born in abject poverty, taught himself to read and write, went into business purchasing a general store that went under, and he went bankrupt, lost every cent that he owed, took him years to pay back the debt that he owed, lost the love of his life, had a nervous breakdown, suffered from depression for the rest of his life because of it, failed not just once, not just twice, but four different times running for the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives, and lost three of his children. Imagine people that you know quitting or giving up on something a month into it because they're not seeing the results they want. Imagine, or even yourself, you want to reach a goal, but you choose failure because after about two weeks, oh, it's kind of hard. Oh, it's not going my way. Look at what everything I just said about Abraham Lincoln. All of those failings that he did, but when people talk about him, they only talk about his success. You know, some people may argue that that success far outshadows his failings and shortcomings. People don't ever think about or, or pay attention to what it took for somebody to get there. They just think of the end result. Oh man, this person's a great success, but they don't see what it went on behind the scenes to get there. All of the things that this man went through and suffered and lost and failed <laughs> would break any other person, but he chose to be determined and to not give up. And so if he can, if he can go through all of those adversities and still come out one of the most iconic figures, you know, some people say in American history, then there's no reason why you can't reach your goal because you don't want to have to work a little bit extra harder for the next few months to get there. Success is not guaranteed, but failure is. So get used to it. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, get used to failing because everyone's going to fail. But it's what you do with it mentally that separates someone who stays a failure and someone who turns into a success. It's what you do with it with that concept of learning and growing from it that pushes you to the next level. I hope all of these things that we discussed today help you on, an, on a daily basis. Use these tools to grow and develop your mind and your abilities. Use them every day so that way you're a little bit better. So with that being said, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for episode two of Project Fortitude. 
I'll see you on the next one. In the meantime, go out there, crush the day, and remember to be the best version of yourself possible.